Oh, hello. Oh, my word. Is it two o'clock already? It must be. Yes, you are listening to Classical Gems, last show of 2021 with Tori Rushton. And there's going to be a few helpers today, maybe. Uh, I've got some lovely, lovely visitors in the studio, but all will be revealed later. Um, Hope you've had a great Christmas and you've uh, enjoyed your uh, lovely music throughout. Did you know that I've got a podcast now? Yes, I have. And you can listen to all the shows that I do that are live on Welcome Radio on the podcast uh, that I am trying to throw them out to you are also on a weekly basis, just like this show. So it means that if you can't manage to come to me on a Friday at 2 p.m. or wherever you are, you don't have to come here in the studio, by the way, um, then you can listen to the show at any time of the day or night. Right, that's uh, enough of that. We are going to, um, the show today is all about all the best kind of classical music that has happened throughout 2021 and celebrating all the things that some some of the musicians, for example, thought that they could never do uh, because they couldn't perform or uh, always uh, were limited in, into into actually rehearsing together with others because of we know what but we're not going to say that word today in my show. But you know what I mean. Um, but actually, it's been the opposite. Some of them have actually turned the tables around and made albums and, um, you know, tracks that they never thought would ever happen. The first one is uh, the one I'm going to um, play for you first up is from someone called Julius Eastman. Now, Julius Eastman, he was a fantastic musician, extremely bizarre kind of classical music. So watch out there if you think this isn't, you know, the standard classical music, because hello, you are on classical gems where it's all hidden and you don't know. But this one is called Wild Up is the album and Feminine. And it's for those who really like free jazz and jam bands. The story behind it is being a black composer in the 1970s. It was tough enough. That's where he's really from. He's also boldly gay and was well added another layer of complexity of how audiences understood this particular brilliant composer and performer whose fame and success creased and ultimately crashed too soon, unfortunately. But anyway, he was collaborated with a few fantastic musicians called Pierre Bolez and Merdez Monk and other key figures in the experimental music. His performances won him acclaim and a Grammy nomination. His compositions with their provocative titles and quirky instrumentations earned him a reputation as distinctive and uncompromising. After a stint of homelessness and substance abuse, Eastman died alone in a buffalo in New York hospital in 1990, and he was only 49. But fortunately, he had um, he had recorded many many things that were hidden. But luckily, some people had found the hidden um, episodes. And then it was re-released this year in 2021. It's quite unusual, but 
pretty cool. I hope you enjoy this one. So as again, it is called Feminine and this one is called Prime. Thank you. 
No, an abrupt ending like that. But lovely, wasn't it? Did you travel far away into some strange land? I certainly felt like that. That was really good, really good. Anyway, um, I'm so pleased because I told you it right at the beginning of the show that I've got a few friends and visitors in the studio today. Why not for the last uh, Celebrate 2021 um, last show with some friends? So um, I've brought Emily down. Hello, everybody. How are you doing, Emily? I'm very well, thank you. <laughs> oh, introduce yourself. So why are you here anyway? I'm here because I'm currently a student at Oxford Brooks University and I'm part of the radio society there known as Brooks Radio and I have a show there every Tuesday. Um, I want to go into journalism and hopefully do some radio journalism within that. So I'm just learning the ropes here with Tori today. Oh, gosh, well, I hope I can teach you something. <laughs> you have taught me so much already. And I'm excited to learn more. Oh, well, that's great. Well, you know, actually, I've just thrown you into the deep end because uh, I've just asked <laughs> you if you could introduce the next uh, track for us. Yes, and I can. So the next track is fitting as it's also by somebody called Emily. This is by Emily D'Angelo from the album Energia. And this track is for those who like early music, luscious voices and so-called indie classical. 
And the story behind this piece is from her debut album, Canadio Mezzo Soprano, Emily D'Angelo, could have played it safe by singing Staples by Rosinia Mozart, for which she's known worldwide. Instead, she chose to sing music by women composers spanning nine centuries, backed by a string quartet, chamber orchestra, and electronics. The music, like a medieval troubadour, dispensing insights in a modern, fractured world, D'Angelo's velvety, muscular voice presents a seamless weave of songs about identity, loss, and the divine mysteries of life. Timeless antiphons by the 11th century abbess, poet and visionary Hildegard von Bingen, interlaced with contemporary songs by Missy Mazzoli, sorry, Sarah Kirkland Snyder, and Hilda Guanadotia, who won an Oscar last year for a score to Joker. Perfect. Well done, you. <laughs> Not so easy, those, those uh, pronunciations of those words. I haven't got a clue myself. I, I gave my best go. I hope I did it justice. I think you did it brilliantly. Thank and you. And this track is actually, Emily is not the one who obviously just presented, <laughs> uh, but Emily uh, Angelio's The Lotus Eaters. Gravel as I walk. 
Oh, oh yes. I really enjoyed that. Emily, did you enjoy that as well? Yes, that was beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Oh, yes, we are so lucky to have lots and lots of things for you today, especially as we are celebrating a whole year of classical music. Um, 2021 has certainly um, revolutionised a lot of people in a different way of thinking. My next track for you today on Classical Gems is by a guy called Tumani Tiabate. Um, obviously, he's not going to be English, like Bob Smith. Um, and the London Symphony Orchestra. No, he's from uh, West Africa. And if you like global music and, um, you know, kind of like gritty music like that, and, the, and a kind of mix in with uh, Western, you know, symphony orchestra stuff, then this is definitely for you. So Tamani Tiabati, a restless artist and a master of 21-string West African kora. You'll have to Google what a kora is. Go and see that instrument. It's just a beautiful, beautiful instrument, and you will hear it um, uh, in this track. And it's an absolutely fantastic collaboration with the London Symphony Orchestra. He made um, many albums with uh, Taj Mahal and the flamenco group um, Ketamar and accompanied Bjork on stage as well. And for years, Diabetti dreamt of meddling his 800-year-old musical traditions with a symphony orchestra. And in 2008, his wish came true when he made this live recording with the London Symphony Orchestra and the conductor Clark Rundle. For reasons unknown, the tape languished in a vault until now so how fantastic is that in 2021 they dusted it out and they have just made it for you know for everyone to listen to so i'm super excited for you to listen to this um some of the songs like um elaine road and Ketterslow dreams were kind of lyrical flourish floats that he does with the instrument above the orchestra's translucent strings and winds and it's just a wonderful wonderful album clearly i can't play it all for you um on my show today so i clearly have to play just one to give you one taste and it is exactly what i predicted when i've just looked at uh, my playlist here it is elaine road enjoy
really did love that. I like that little mix, you know, just between, um, well, 18, what, 800-year-old tradition um, on that instrument uh, with the London Symphony Orchestra. It must have been such a blast to do. Oh, fantastic. Well, I'm glad that they found it in the vault of wherever. And uh, you can listen to it at any time. Right, well, of course, I have my lovely presenter with me, Emily, who's going to <laughs> tell us the next uh, title. Or you want to say something else. You might want to say hello. You might hello want to say again, else. everybody. I'm excited to introduce this next um, artist, well, band, I guess. So it's a group called Recap, and the song is called Count to Five. And this track is for those who like percussion, Caroline Shaw, long Mickey Hart solos, and the story is very interesting. It's um, in a New Jersey grade school is where it all started. And it's um, four young girls of color. Their names are Aline Vasquez, Alexis, Alexis Carter, Tiana Sterling, and Arlene Acovido. They became friends and began studying percussion. They advanced through high school and a mentorship program and still in their teens, released an arresting debut album. And in doing so, they append the male-dominated percussion paradigm. The music itself is an album in six pieces, all by women composers, two of which are Pulitzer winners. Um, it presents surprisingly sorry everyone varied sound worlds. Caroline Shaw's take on the old hymn "Will There Be Any Stars in My Crown" features her own earthy vocals backed by percolating marimbas, while Angelica Negron's Count to Five is scored for household items such as playing cards, newspapers, and a rogue harmonica. The album is anchored by Hedera, a 20-minute timpani headbanger that features the composer Leslie Flanningan's airy vocals twisting around a relentless groove. Yeah, I know. And we are going to actually listen to the one that uh, you mentioned there, Emily. Um, Count to five with the playing cards and the harmonica. Is that what I Yes, harmonica. Fantastic. I'm looking forward to this one. I hope you are. Here we go.
Oh, isn't that spooky? Have you stopped listening? No, you haven't. I know you're still there, listeners. But we were just discussing in the studio that it sounds a little bit like a horror film. (laughs) I don't know what you think. But I think it's almost the creativity of percussion work. It's very important. Sounds like they're burning something. Fantastic. Well, that was Count to Five by Recap. Interesting. We're going to move on to something that we kind of know quite well called Mozart and contemporaries. <laughs> yes. Um, my next my next uh, track for you is uh, from um, Vickinger Olofsson. He is a fantastic pianist. Okay. And if you like your piano and you like to listen to a bit of that, this is a gem of a gem. And he is an amazing, just a 37-year-old pianist. He's been going around the block for quite some time, even in his young, young times. And um, he hasn't, he's thought he would actually do a little arrangements of, you know, the likes of Mozart and, and his contemporaries like Haydn and um, uh, Bach and Beethoven. Um, so this one, um, some people say that actually he, he giggles through it, but I don't really know. I've never actually heard him. Maybe he's just giggling inside because he's rearranged something that we all know and is standard in classical music. Um, but I like the result of what he's done on this um, album. And um, he's done lots of quirky uh, sonatas of Bach's uh, Rondo in D, for example, and his own arrangement um, from the Sonata Number no. Fifty Five, the Domenico Cimarosos Sonata. Anyway, the pianist not only has the smarts to reframe old music in modern ways, but he plays it also beautifully. And I want to know what you think.
Oh, yes. Wasn't that beautiful? I thought I would just give you two little um, little tracks of what he can achieve on his keyboard piano. I mean, beautifully done. And I can just imagine that he's giggling throughout that because he arranged, arranged it slightly different just for his own amusement. So, <laughs> and we have decided that we would do slightly different for our own amusement. Isn't that right, Emily? Yes, to end the year off well. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> because we're in the studio. This is the last day of the year. It's sunshiny and um, Emily's just told me that she's going to go and see a musical. Which one is it? I'm going to go see The Lion King next week and I'm incredibly excited. Where is that? that So it's in London at the... London? London at the Lyceum Theatre. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I am super excited. Isn't it just so exciting that we can actually have, um, you know, To be able to go. Honestly, I've been worried that it won't happen, but it is happening and I'm super excited. I'm going with my boyfriend as his Christmas present from me. What a great idea. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, so his dad is from Tanzania in Africa. Right. And he's constantly saying Kakuna Matata because that's Swahili, um, the language that his dad mm-hmm. speaks. Mm-hmm. So I thought it'd be a great idea to take him to the show and he just loves The Lion King, so it'd do be amazing. You kn- do you know what Kakuna Matata actually means? It means no worries. Oh, really? Yeah, like in oh, the song. Oh, that's so cool. Isn't it? Ending 2021 with no worries. Hikuna no worries. Matata. It can exactly. only get better. It can. Yes, and by the way, just a top tip for anyone who's my age. Just don't think about the year ahead. Just think about every day. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, to, going back to um, Akuna Matata and um, The Lion King, we decided we would play a track from The Lion King musical. Yes. Uh, which one? Which one did we decide? We decided on... Um, is it um, uh, which one is it again I think it's um, Can You Feel the Love Tonight yeah, is it that one yeah Simba and Nala Can You Feel the Love Tonight oh. for all the Simba and Nala's out there Rawr <laughs> 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 okay here we go see what's happening what and they don't have a clue who they'll fall in love and here's the bottom line our trio's down the tube. Oh. The sweet caress of twilight. There's magic everywhere. And with all this romantic atmosphere, disaster's in the air. see the truth about my past impossible she'd turn away from me he's holding back he's hiding but what i can't decide why won't he be the king i know he is the king i see Oh, oh, oh. 
Okay. Oh, I love that. Um, well, I hope you're going to have a fantastic time at the uh, in London. In London. Thank you. I'm so excited. It's been a few years since I last went to see a show, so I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, it made me think about um, there are lots of other musicals, and uh, we could play lots of musical tracks. But um, there is a musical called We Will Rock You, isn't there? Yeah. Um, by kind of Queen. Well. There is a track, what we all know, uh, is the Bohemian Rhapsody uh, song by Queen. But this is done as with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. And I think I played it on one of my shows a couple of weeks ago, but it's tremendous. You'll like this. I love Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. And I love the film, Bohemian uh, Rhapsody oh, as well. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So sit back, listen, or maybe headbang in the kitchen. Whatever you're doing, it'll be fine.
as much as I would like to carry on. It's got to three o'clock and I've got to go. Emily, say goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I've had an amazing time here today. Yeah, thank you very much. And also to Eve and Martha that are my nieces who are in the studio supporting local radio at the best. Welcome Radio and Classical Gems and Tori Rushton. We wish you a fabulous new year. Happy 2022. Here we come. Bye for now.